Darius your name. You will never share your glory with anyone. You will never share your glory with anybody. Almighty God, that is your name. city of our God, in the mountain of His holiness, beautiful for situation and joy of the world. It's Mount Zion, side of the northern city of the great King. He's Zion side of the northern city of the great king. Alpha, Omega, you are worthy of our praises today. You are worthy of our praises today. Alpha, Omega, we bless you this morning. We give you praise at this point in time. We worship your majesty. For thou art the wonderful God. Lord, we gather at your feet and we desire to hear from you. Holy Spirit, that you pour grace into my lips, anoint my lips of clay, that the Holy Spirit will speak by me and he will put his word in my mouth. Be with my mouth, O Lord, that shall be mighty in word and in deed. To the glory of your name thank you heavenly father lord holy spirit i submit unto you and i delight that you will hold me and take hold of me and use me for the glory of god my desire is that christ alone be glorified lord let it please you god that the word will come with power everywhere jesus went to teach there was power in the house to heal to save to deliver Lord, I pray that your word will be accompanied with the power that saves, that heals, that delivers, that blesses in the name of Jesus. Thank you because all that is not of God is bound and paralyzed. And O God, overcome by the blood of Jesus. Lord, today, let the name of the Lord be glorified. I commit all my hearers unto you that you will touch their hearts and bless them and quicken them and let your name alone be glorified in our lives thank you everlasting father in jesus wonderful name we pray hallelujah the lord bless you today we are sharing from the word of god and i title this the man christ jesus the title of this message is the man christ jesus and we are reading from the book of Colossians chapter 1. 
Colossians chapter 1, we will read from verse 12 through 17. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1, from verse 12 through 17, for now. Hallelujah. If you are there, say, I am well favored. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Number 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the man Christ Jesus. Amen. Right from the very point in time that God had made up his mind to save mankind from uh, damnation, from destruction that is awaiting all. You see, you can discover that what the scripture says is very clear about the man Christ Jesus. Uh, if you look at the book of John chapter 3, John chapter 3, God the Almighty decided to send his son, his only son, into the world to save the world. John chapter 3. Hallelujah. John chapter 3, verse uh, 13 through 17. John chapter 3, from verse uh, verse 13 through 17. John chapter 3. Amen. Amen. From verse 13. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that the world might be saved. Whosoever will believe will be saved. If you will turn to him, if you believe in the witness that God sent his son into the world and believe it, definitely you'll be given the power to become a child of God. You'll be transformed. The Lord will have mercy on you. He will save your soul and you will be a blessing to your generation. Hallelujah. According to the book of Galatians chapter 4, Galatians chapter 4, there's something to that, that when God seemed it fit when it was the appropriate time before him nothing could delay that he sent his son into the world 
I read from the book of uh, Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. So God sent his son into the world that the world might be saved, so that the world might turn to the law as many that we believe in the gospel of truth, the gospel of salvation. Because the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. According to Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. This gospel of Christ, the gospel we are preaching about the man Christ Jesus, is the power of God unto salvation. Glory to God. Glory to God. Verse 16. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. If you consider verses 3 and 4 here, okay, let's read from verse 2. It says, Which are promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh. Is it the world that became flesh, according to John chapter 1 verse 14. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. In verse 4 of Romans chapter 1, and declared to be the Son of God with power. Jesus was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness. He alone was the only one, the only one of Israel. He had no sin. His blood was pure, sufficient for the remover and remission of the sins of the whole world. By the resurrection from the dead, not only that he was holy, but that he died and rose from the grave. The power of the grave could not withhold the Son of God. Glory to his name. Hallelujah to the Lord. Amen. So God intentionally, God made up his mind to save mankind. And there was no way, no other way by which God could save his, this world, the work of his hands, from disaster that is impending, from damnation that is awaiting sinners. But I sent his son out of his own forbearance. He sent his son into the world that the world through his son might be saved. Glory to his name. So this is the word of God that became man. Hallelujah. The word put up, put up flesh and blood so that he could save mankind who happens to appear in flesh and blood so that God was willing and able to deliver mankind from disaster. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Now, who is this Christ that we are talking about? Who is this Christ? What about him? In John chapter 3, verse uh, chapter 5, John chapter 5, if you read from verses 25 through 27, you will discover that Jesus is declared to carry life, even as the Father carries life. He has life in himself, and uh, God has given everything unto him. Hallelujah. John chapter 5, I read verse 25 through 27. Amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, 
and then and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the son of god and they that hear shall live for as the father hath life in himself so hath he also he so hath he given to the son to have life in himself 27 and hath given him authority authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man the son of god became the son of man so that the son of man could save the son of god so that the son of man could become the sons of god jesus came to bring many unto glory as many that will believe in him so jesus has the he has the capacity he has the life and power he has the wherewithal to make the world to be saved praise the lord praise the lord so it is in this jesus that we have life amen the first thing we say who is this christ i said he is the son of god the only begotten of the father the second thing i'm raising here is that he is the image of the invisible god he is the image of the invisible god god that cannot be seen with eyes came to express himself in christ if you look at colossians chapter 1 verse 15 the bible declares who is the image of the invisible god jesus the firstborn of every creature because he became flesh he became man so he becomes number one in everything jesus is superb is above is ahead hallelujah so he is the image of the father if you look at colossians chapter 1 verse 15 you find it there and if you look at hebrews hebrews chapter 1 verse number 3 the bible declares that he is the express image of the father glory to his name jesus christ is the express image of the father hallelujah and he is the brightness of his glory that is serious jesus is the express image of the father and the brightness of his glory amen another thing you should take note of is that he is the brightness of his glory if you want to consider the glory of god you can see it in the face of jesus and that's why we have in colossians chapter second corinthians chapter chapter three second corinthians chapter three if you look at verses 17 and 18 now the lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty but we all with an open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord what do we behold the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord so when we behold jesus the glory expression upon him can transform our own lives he said remember the moment he was on the month of transfiguration with his disciples his glory changed his countenance changed and you know it was too much for people to behold glory to god so jesus is the express image of the of the father i'm talking of who is this christ he is the brightness of his glory the express image of his personal person praise the lord so the god that could not be seen with eyes came physically hallelujah in titus chapter 2 if you look at verse number 11 the bible says this the grace that has saved mankind has appeared unto all men the saving grace appeared he manifested he showed his face god showed his face in the face of jesus glory to god hallelujah another thing that i want you to take note of is that jesus is the is the final the fullness and final manifestation of god 
Colossians chapter 1, verse number 19. Colossians chapter 1, verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. All the fullness of God is dwelling in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. This Jesus is superb. He's extraordinary. He's superior to every other thing because the fullness of God, the fullness of God, of the Godhead, appears in him. You know, God is pleased to have that. And if you look at uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse number 9, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, you discover the same thing. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Hallelujah. I remember when Jesus was baptized at the River Jordan, no, he, he, he came out of the water, he prayed, and the Spirit descended upon him. And what happened? A voice from heaven declared, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. In essence, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can I say the Word, the Father, and the Spirit are, you know, enveloped in him. Is a, 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 an embodiment of the Godhead. He came to reveal to us that God is the Father, that He is the Word, the Son, and the Holy Spirit came upon Him so that He might bring to pass the manifestation of the blessings and goodness of God. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. So this Jesus is tremendous. I'm talking of this Christ. I said, who is this Christ? You know, when we talk about Christ, we are talking about the Anointed One. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible declares that how God anointed Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. He was heavily anointed. And if you consider uh, John chapter 3, verse number 34. John 3, 34. You see there, the scripture says in verse 34, For he whom God had sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Glory to God. That's wonderful. You know, the, the, the Spirit of God upon Jesus was measureless. And his matchless grace is that which can save mankind. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. This God has sent his son that we call Christ. Christ is the savior. Is the anointed savior. Is the one sent to deliver mankind from disaster. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 20, chapter 1, verse 24. The Bible declares that Jesus is the power and wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 24. Glory to his name. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God 
and he is the wisdom of God. Power and wisdom in the same vessel, in the same place. That must be serious. Glory to God. No wonder he was able to go around preaching the gospel and signs and wonders and spectacular miracles was following his ministry. Three and a half years, he turned the world you know, upside down. And even to today, the world cannot recover from what Jesus came to do. He is the Christ, the Christ of God. Hallelujah. I mean, the anointed of the Most High God. Because God poured His Spirit upon him, tangible manifestation, beyond measure. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. So I encourage you, as much as possible, to yield your life to Christ. Get attached to Him. If any man be in Christ, it will be a new creature. All things will be passed away. It's important that you come out of Adam and be related with Jesus. Come into Jesus and your life will never remain the same again. Praise the Lord. And I want to announce to you that Jesus, according to Colossians chapter 1, now our main text, you see something there, that Jesus is a co-creator. Jesus Christ, the Christ of God, is a co-creator with God. And I read from verse 16, and uh, verses 16 and 17. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Wonderful. And in verse 17, And he is before all things. He existed before anything else. And by him all things consist. When you have time, you can read from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8. It said, Before the mountains were, I am. Hallelujah. The Bible declares in the book of John, chapter 1, it said, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Nothing was created other than what was created by the word of God. You see, if you consider Genesis, chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, you will find out the Bible declares, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The heart was formless, void, and shapeless, and the power of darkness was upon the deep. But the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the deep and settled the matter and destroyed the power of darkness that could withstand the work of creation. So the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were involved in the creation of the world. And the Bible declares here that it pleased the Father that in Jesus all things consist. So Christ is serious. Christ is gl glorious. He is the fullness and final manifestation of God. In Him all things consist. Praise the Lord. Another thing I want to raise as a point here is all things are committed into the hands of this, this Christ that we are talking about. Christ Jesus. All things are committed into his hands. If you look at John that we have just read, John chapter 3, John chapter 3, if you look at uh, verse 31, John chapter 3, verse 31, I will read 31, 33, and 35. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. Verse number 33. He that hath received his testimony has set to his seal 
that God is true. God is true. God is true. Verse 35. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hands. Your life and my life, and the life of everyone that has come into the heart, you know, is in, in the safe hands of Jesus. Except somebody who is not willing to hand over his life. And if you read verse 35 there, he said, The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hands, including you and I. And everything, every creature, praise the Lord, be it animals, mountains, seas, whatsoever you can think of. In verse 36, he said, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. So if you believe on the Son of God, you will have eternal life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. I pray it shall be eternal life you will enjoy, not eternal wrath. You know, receive Jesus and um, your life will be secured in him. Because anything that is handed over to Jesus, any life that is handed over to his life, into his hand, is able to keep glory to God. John says something, I mean, Jesus says something in the book of John, which makes me happy. And I know I will not lose my salvation. And if you yield to God, you will not lose your salvation too. John chapter 10, verses 28 and verse 29. I said, all things have been committed into the hands of Jesus. Look at 28, John chapter 8, 28 and verse 29. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I am, that I do nothing of myself, but as the Father hath taught me, I speak these things. He now said in verse 29, And he that sent me is with me, the Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. I just read from John chapter 8, 28 and 29. I will want to read from John chapter 10, verses 28 and 29. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. John chapter 8, 10, verses 28 through 29. Praise the Lord. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. If you hand over your life to Jesus, if you, you will discover that you are secured. Hallelujah. If you give your life over unto Jesus, he says he will give you eternal life. Verse 29. My Father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. So anybody that is saved is secured. Hallelujah. In verse 30 it says, I am the I and my father are one. So when you have seen Jesus, you have seen God. And if you hand over your life to Jesus, you are secured in the hands of God. It means no one has the power, not even the devil, can take your spirit, your soul out of the hands of the Almighty God. I pray that you will continue to enjoy that as long as you live in the name of Jesus. There's another scripture that confirms this, that Jesus is in possession, is in charge, is in control. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 11 verse 27. Matthew 11 verse 27. There's something the scriptures is revealing here and I want you to enjoy it. Matthew 11 verse 27. Glory to God. It declares, 
all things are delivered unto me. I told you, Jesus is in charge of all things. All things are committed into his hand. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son, but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Hallelujah. So, if you have had that revelation, and you are hearing the word of God now, believe and you will be saved. Jesus is in charge. He is the only one that can reveal the Father to you. Not by religion, not by good works, not by birth. Because as many as received Jesus, to them gave you power to become the sons of God. Even those that believe on his name. Not born by the, 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 the will of flesh or not the will of man of, or, or blood, but born of God. If you yield yourself to God, you allow Jesus to take charge of your life, Satan will have no power over you. And I pray that your life shall be secured in Christ accordingly in the name of Jesus. John chapter 13 verse 3 has something to say. John 13 verse number 3. John 13 verse uh, chapter 13 verse number 3. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. John chapter 13 verse number 3. Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he was come from God and went to God. So all things are, he is in charge of all things. Is it? Be mindful of the fact that the God of this world is Satan. But even yet, Jesus is in charge of that man called Satan. That, that man called devil. Because Jesus is far above principalities and powers. He's above him. He has already defeated him. He has destroyed him. In uh, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. So Jesus tasted there to destroy the one that has the power of death. Even the devil. Hallelujah. So Jesus knows. And you must know as well that all things have been given into his hands. So for you to make heaven, for you to enjoy eternity with God, you must come to Jesus. Because salvation is handed on to, over unto him. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 will declare there is no other name under heaven by which man can be saved. You can have your religion. It might be so good. You might polish it. Many people may be there. But that's not the way of salvation. Salvation is in one man. Hallelujah. Sin and death came into the world through a man. When you get home, you can read from the book of Romans chapter 5. One, I mean, through the hand of Romans chapter 5. You'll see a lot of things that is loaded therein. Hallelujah. So it is important for you to identify with Jesus. Because God has handed over all things. Your salvation, your provision, your protection. Everything you need in life is handed over to him. You can get good things. In Christ. Hallelujah. Your security is in Him. You are secured in Christ. You are saved. You are delivered from the oppressor of the world. Hallelujah. He's the only one that can break yokes in your life. He's the only one that is made the healer of all diseases. There's nothing too much for Him to handle. Glory to His name. I celebrate Jesus. This Jesus is serious and is, you know, spectacular. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. As if Jesus wanted to run everything off when he was to go to heaven, he declared something that makes me happy. And I, because of that declaration, I'm never afraid of going anywhere on the face of the earth, particularly to proclaim the gospel of Christ. 
He said in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. In answer in verse 19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. This is serious. You see, I just observed you know, a few days ago that all the four Gospels, praise the Lord, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, ended with the word Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So His presence is everywhere. He's in charge. He's in control. There's no force that can compare with the mighty power of the Christ of God, the man Christ Jesus. He's both man and he's both God. Truly man and truly God. He became flesh. He carried the nature of man. Praise the Lord. Yet without sin. Glory to God. Glory to God. According to the main text, we are going to visit it again. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. If you consider from verse number 16. Say, for by him were all things created. So it's a co-creator. All things. Mountains. The large sea. The oceans. The big whales. Blue whales. Sharks. And everything that you can find, you know, that moves in the body of the waters. You know, all things were created by him. By him were all things created that are in heaven. All the angels, even when Satan was there. It was through Jesus that he was created. And so he must be subject to Jesus forever. And his subject. Hallelujah. And that are in health. Visible and invisible. Things you can see with your eyes. And things that you cannot see with your eyes. Were created. Even all germs. All germs. And the, the precursors of viruses. That people, you know, that are mingling, you know, making to be a source of hazard to the world today. All things that were created, people are managing to overthrow the works of God. My know and I believe they will be put to shame in the name of Jesus. So whether they be thrones, all the thrones in heaven, under the heavens and on the earth, they are subject to him. Or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him and for him. That's that, that, that's the final stroke. All things were created by him and for him. They are all subject to him. They are created for his pleasure. Praise the Lord. Because in him all things consist. And by him all things consist. He is before all things according to verse 17. So this Jesus is supreme above all things because he is the Christ of God. The anointed of God. Can I tell you that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, was the man that carried flesh and blood, who had to suffer and die, and at the point of resurrection, he became Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So there is this difference between Christ Jesus and Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus is the resurrected Lord, whose power cannot be contained by anything. He can enter into any place at any given point in time. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. But Jesus Christ is the one that came to the world born of a virgin who suffered and died. He suffered to bring many sons unto glory as the captain of our salvation. 
and indeed he died he was buried and on the third day he resurrected to become the Christ of God the Christ Jesus who is seated at the right hand of power and glory after his ascension to heaven praise the Lord you know from his conception to his ascension is supreme everything about him is different is distinguished is the principal God that we need to identify with praise the Lord as I'm rounding off this message I want to read from the book of first uh, John first John first John praise the Lord praise the Lord chapter 5 first John chapter 5 I read from verse 7 through 13 for there are three that be a record in heaven the Father the Word and the Holy Ghost and these three are one and there are three that bear witness in earth the spirit and the water and the blood and these three agree in one if we receive the witness of men the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God which he had testified of his son verse 10 he that believeth on the son of God hath the witness hath the witness in his in himself he that believeth not God hath made him a liar somebody calling God a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son that this is my only my well-beloved son with whom I am well pleased and this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life and this life is in his son and he said in verse 12 he that had the son hath life and he that hath not the son hath not life what kind of life are we talking about verse 13 expresses this he said these things have i written unto you that believe on the name of the son of god that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that ye may believe on the name of the son of god i'm talking of the christ jesus so when you believe in jesus you have the grace to overcome you have the opportunity to live for god to abide in his counsel and i know that god in his infinite mercies will enable you in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and how can this be if you look at um, uh colossians chapter 1 12 to 14 something happens here that makes mankind to enjoy divine manifestations that we can actually say we are no longer under the power of the kingdom of darkness glory to his name if you look at colossians chapter 1 verse number 12 is a giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. How? Who had delivered us from the power of darkness. You are delivered. You are delivered. When you come to Christ, you will be delivered from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hmm, this is serious. That's the salvation of mankind. That you are removed from under the control of the power of darkness but now you are under the power and the kingdom of the son of god the christ of god in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins your sins are cleansed when you believe jesus when you repent from your sins your sins are washed away and your name will be written in the book of life and you have the opportunity to glorify the name of the lord you will live for him because already you are translated. Praise the Lord. Amen. Finally, I read from Colossians 
Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 12. is a deliverance from the power of darkness. The, the world is loaded with darkness. If you look at it, therefore we wrestle not against flesh and blood in this world, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is what the Christ of God came to do. Hallelujah. For God anointed him and is called the Christ of God to deliver men from the power of darkness. And I want to believe God today that as you yield to God through Jesus, your light will shine because Jesus is our Redeemer, is our Savior, is our Deliverer, is our saving grace, is the life giver, is the one that can give you eternal life. And I pray that you will not miss your place in the things of the kingdom. As God has ordained it that you will enjoy eternal life, you will not miss it. You will not miss out. So I want us to pray. You will talk to God. Lord, I've hearkened to you. I've heard your word. Let the word of God have power over me to turn my life around so that I will be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in the light, that I might be delivered from the power of darkness, that I might enjoy eternal life, that no one shall be able to take away my life. Nobody shall be able to take away my portion in the kingdom of heaven. Lord, because you are able, you have power, no one can compare with your power. I pray today that you will deliver me from the power of darkness and all things that are witnessing against me, that you will forgive me and cleanse me, and you will prepare me for your eternal kingdom. I want to have eternity with you. I want to enjoy eternal life. I don't want to perish here. Lord, I believe your word. And I receive the name of the Lord. So give me grace to be called a child of God. I want to become a son of God. Let me enjoy the spirit of adoption. Lord, adopt me as your son. Change my situation. Lord, envelope me. And let it please you, God, that I will be with you at the end of my sojourn on earth. Lord, let it be that you will make me as a partaker of your eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. I pray for you today that the goodness of God shall be multiplied in your life. You will not be wasted. I pray that the message, the word of God, will transform your life. Be ye transformed, be ye translated from the kingdom of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ, that you might be a partaker of the inheritance with the saints in light, that God will keep you for his own glory. The pleasure of the Lord is that you be with him at the end of your life. You will not miss this. I pray that whatsoever the enemy is doing to molest you, is thereby broken into pieces today. The glory of the Lord will cover you. Christ Jesus will reign in your life. Every other power reigning over you will overthrow now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that the light of Christ will shine in your life so that darkness shall have no power over you. When light appears, darkness vanishes. I command that every power of darkness intimidating you disappear now in the name of Jesus. I overthrow the power of the enemy. Every yoke of the devil is hereby broken by reason of the anointing of Christ in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You will not miss your place. The beginning and the end will uphold you. It will equip you. It will strengthen you and stabilize you. You will be a light unto many. Your light will shine among many people. You will be a glorious individual. The light of Christ will make you to be ahead of others. Powers of darkness shall be far from you. You will be in charge. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we give all the glory to you for this opportunity to minister and to speak by the Holy Ghost. Your name is lifted. Your name is exalted. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.